I believe everyone has greatness in them. As a personal trainer, it's my goal to get people to push themselves and see the greatness in them that I see. And some people have stories so great, so incredible, I felt the need to share them with the world. Join me as I sit down and talk with some of the people who define greatness in our generation. This is the Junior Wakefield Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Junior Wakefield Show. I'm Junior Wakefield. If you watched yesterday, which I encouraged everyone to watch yesterday and then actually watch today, we had an incredible family on here. We are minus one of the family members because um, we put all of her bedding on top of the roof up here, and she's <laughs> trying to get it down. No, you have to watch the show from yesterday to see what I'm talking about. We uh, had some incredible, uh, an incredible couple that is here for our part two of their story from yesterday. And I'm not going to go into details because I want to introduce them. So we have uh, the Francis family, which I'd like to welcome to the Junior Wakefield Show. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thank doing you great. for having us yeah. back. So what did you guys think about yesterday? Pretty awesome. It was really pretty awesome. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was incredible. the The thing that I think that was um, most incredible is some of the comments that I received from text messages, phone calls, uh, things that I saw on different social media outlets that a lot of people didn't even know. You know, is uh, you know you see it. I know this is going to sound kind of crazy. Uh, you see stuff like that on TV. Yeah. You hear stuff like that on Law and Order SUV. You know, or you or you see it in some type of. Um, a movie. What was it? What was the movie where the the guy um, where they took the mob took this young lady and then he fought and like taken I, or something. Yeah, taken. That's exactly it. He has a, a special set of skills and so forth. And you know, people like you know, you're going to kill 150 bad guys, you know, to get your daughter back and different things like that. But um, I, I just I, I thought it was amazing and I thought about it nonstop. Um, yesterday, and I told you yesterday, I said, man, there's questions that I have today, and uh, it's just absolutely amazing. And some of the questions that I got today are some, from some of the people that, that have asked, you know, that I talked about. I was like, man, that, that is powerful. And, you know, my, my show is, is, is about fitness. It's about people who have stories to tell, whether if it's weight loss challenges, if it's overcoming obstacles with, with their weight, with their... Um, their motivation, with their drive, with their encouragement, you know, whatever it is. I think this is all wrapped into one. This subject is all wrapped into one because it is a mindset. What I use is when I, when I work out with people is sometimes you have to use the mind games and you have to use the mind games to kind of get them to be able to get motivated to achieve their physical goals. You have to be able to do certain things that's outside the box because we can all walk into a 25, man, I don't want to make any, we can all walk into any type of gym and you know they have a system to where they help people. My system is unorthodox. I do things that are absolutely crazy, absolutely ridiculous that people don't think they can do, but I give them the confidence, the motivation, the strength and the drive to get them to do that. And then when they do do that, and then they find out that they're 25 pounds or 30 pounds stronger, more muscle or lighter, they're like, wow, I didn't think I could ever do that. You guys do the same thing. And one of the things that, and, and so let me, let me go back a little bit. We talk about how important and how incredible of a pandemic 
that sex trafficking is. I, my eyes were opened even more so, and you still don't hear about it on the news. And you still don't read it in the newspapers. And there, I think there's such a biased opinion that people were just like, shut their blinds, close the doors, lock the doors, and we don't want to hear about it unless something happens. Unless something happens to them. You know, and I, and I admit, I, wasn't, I didn't know too much about cancer until it hit our family. And now I know so much about cancer that it really makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, with going through the experiences of, of my son Zachary battling cancer, it is just, it is horrendous. Just how cancer is. It's horrendous how insurance is. Mm-hmm. It's horrendous how doctors are. Because doctors are like, hey, unless I'm getting paid, I'm not trying to help. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give you a little bit of tidbit of information. But, you know, and it's so, and, and going through this system, it's nerve-wracking. Now, that's just a little bit of, 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 of what I see and what I've learned with Zachary's battle with cancer. You guys, when it comes to sex trafficking, when it comes to seeing these young ladies, when it comes to hearing these stories, when it comes to taking in these young ladies and, and trying to, to show them what family is, life is all about, to kind of, you know, you're talking about how to help them learn how to cook, open a banking account, get an education, wash clothes, have responsibilities to learn chores. It's, wow. I mean, that's all I really could say because I'm speechless in one way, but it's like, wow. So I want you to recap of what a little bit of what we talked about yesterday because a lot of people out there, the ones who who saw it and the ones who, who rewatched it again, I would like for you guys to share exactly what you do and also how bad of a pandemic this is. Okay, well, as far as how bad it is, it's horrifically bad. The pandemic is, if if I could, well, since COVID has been around, it's um, a thousand times or more worse than COVID. Wow. At least, I mean, and I put a number on it, but, and you can go up from there. I'm, I'm serious, it is so bad that people have no idea in their, it's uh, and it's so hard to put it into words because it is it's a pandemic to the max on wow. steroids wow i don't know is that is that a good explanation of it you know what i mean i mean i don't know any other way to explain it i think that's um i think that's a good description you know because when we when the pen when when COVID 19 came out and it's we're in 2021 uh, uh and COVID 19 we're talking 2019 when it came out the world stopped. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the world stopped. The United States stopped. Everybody stayed at home because everybody was scared to breathe, to breathe outside, scared to walk outside. And I was one of those, I will admit, I was one of those dinglings that did go outside. I'm like, God didn't, why would God, God wouldn't do this. God wouldn't put this out there for us. God would make it to where we couldn't breathe on earth. You know, I'm thinking there's so many different things out there. What in the world? And so I know when the world, when, when I say the world stopped, and you know, the numbers and all this is rising and everybody think, oh my God, if I breathe or if I touch this person, it's over. Now I know how that was. And you're saying that sex trafficking, the things that the young ladies have gone through is on steroids, which is a thousand or a million times worse. Exactly. Wow. And you know what? COVID-19 didn't touch that industry. <laughs> it didn't shut that industry down. I bet. Wow. No, that's that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, so 
again, and I hope you guys don't mind um, repeating it again. What is it that you guys do? You want me to go first? Or? We're house parents, basically, uh, for kids uh, 17, uh, eight, 18 to 21, okay? They've so-called graduated from the step below, which is 12 to 17. They graduated out of the system. Yeah. Mm. They, they graduated did. out of that system, and now they, they're <clears throat> eligible for this, but they have to want to do it uh, to be able to come. In other words, because they're adults, they don't have to do this. But if they want to, to any training or any help with setting up stuff, that's what we're there for. And wow. usually it, it's six to nine months. We can go longer with kids. But as long as they're within the 18 to 21 range, we're fine. And basically what has happened too is that, the, that when they graduate out of the system, um, uh, the system says, now you're an adult, go be an adult. They have no idea. They have no idea how to be an adult. So, or, or even really, they, they, they didn't even know how to be a kid, mm. much less an adult. Mm. So now the system is saying, go be an adult. And uh, they were finding that there's this crack that they were falling back into because they didn't know what to do. So they'd go back to their traffickers or go back because they didn't know how to survive. Wow. So Bobby and I and house parents all around come in and it's like, okay, we take them under our wing and we show them how to, how to be an adult. And then bring back some of that stuff that, that is just, um, that, that kids in general just need. They need structure. Mm -hmm. They need value. Mm -hmm. They need peace. They need joy. They need respect. They need the human, you know, human, I don't know, what's the word for it? Human kind of just, th these are things that we all need. And so that's what we, we try to do. Is it the thing that we that everybody that's grown up in a household that's grown up with uh, a parent or, or, or so forth, but we take it for granted. Yes. I mean, many people take it for granted because, you know, it's, oh my God, my parents get on my nerves, my mom, oh, my dad, it's this and that and so forth. But these are one, now, now one of the things that you said, you said they graduate from the system from between 12 and 17. Is it that when they turn 17, they have to get out of the system? Well, when or they eight, turn 18. When they yeah. turn 18, yeah. it's just out. So it's not one of those things that they really graduated. It's one of those that- That's like, what they call it. That's yeah. what they call it. The yeah. system says, okay, well, you're 18, you gotta you're go. Done. Yeah. Wow. And so really during that time from, from 12 to seven, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked and, I, and it's, we're talking about age 12, 12 years old where, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what, what, I mean, I'm trying to think about my daughter at the age of 12, what she was doing and playing and playing basketball and, and having sleepovers and different things like that. And we're talking about young girls at 12 who are being sold and abused and tortured and all types of stuff. And even if they're getting help at the age of 12, what in the world were they, what I don't even want to think about what they were going through or what was done to them. But then they're put in this system and then they're at the age of 18, they're saying, okay, now you're done. Now go live your life. And, and you, you said it, they either go back to what they've known, which is not in the system, but where they, where they were before all this stuff. And you guys have to kind of take a chisel and a sledgehammer and break down that mold yes. of all the crap that they've gone through. Yes. And to try to say, no, wait a minute, hold on. No, yes. you are something. Yes. You are, oh, jeez. One thing I didn't say was, was kids 12 to 17, 12 to 18, 
what we what that uh, those houses and one of them is in our group what they do is actually teach the kid how to be a kid because at that point they haven't been a kid mm -hmm. they've been trafficked some of them from age of six mm. or three mm. i mean the, the the age is just like crazy it's it's uh, there's really not an age limit but the the average is 12 to 17 that's the average age of trafficking but they can start as, as young as Super crazy wow. out there. That's yeah. amazing. Anybody's paying attention that has a, uh, a three-year-old, four, five, six, seven, eight, right. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Hug I mean, your kids. Hug, hug your kids because that <laughs> could be it. You know, it's um. You know, I was thinking as we were talking yesterday, and I remember, you know, going outside, getting up early in the morning, going outside, being gone all day. But when the sun, when the sun started to go down, the lights come on, get in the house. And nobody knew where you were gone. You know, me growing up in the country, it was like, hey, man, we're going down to the creek. We're going down to the pond. You know, we're skipping rocks. We're blowing up stuff and all this other stuff. But we were being kids, you know, trying to build a clubhouse that there was no one in the world that was ever going to work. But it was just, we spent the whole day trying to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those that, you know, at that particular time, now the way society is. And because you talked and you, and you said it yesterday. This pandemic has exceeded when it comes to financially pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> wow. Follow the money. Follow the money. And and that's one of the things to where I look at is I would even I would be so scared to have a kid go out and play in the front yard. Yeah. It's 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 yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the way it is nowadays, it's you gotta keep an eye on your kids all the time in, in schools. Um, I mean, everywhere in the malls, because see, traffickers are very, very, um, they, they find the vulnerable, they find the kids that are having maybe issues at home, and they hang out at McDonald's, and they hang out at the skating rinks, and they hang out at the bowling alleys, and the pizza places, and, and, and they're, they're spotting, they're, I mean, they're, they're on the lookout for these kids, and so, it, yeah, you can't really let them out of your sight much anymore, you really can't. Wow. It's it, it's tough. I don't want to. I don't want to scare people. What I'm. What we're trying to do is just bring the awareness. Just bring awareness about your kids and but what's going on out there. But but we're talking. About, we're talking about a pandemic that is so twisted. That's so disturbing. It should scare people. Well, that's true. It should. It, I, I mean, it it should. If anybody that has a child out there. You should be worried about what's being taught, what's being put into their minds uh, without, I mean, away from you, you know, whether if it's a daycare, whether if it's at a school, whether if it's at, you know, whatever. Internet. Internet. Oh, jeez. You know, Internet, because yeah. because now you see a lot of people where the mm -hmm. kids have cell phones mm -hmm. or the kids have laptops or they have, you know, this and that and so forth. Mm -hmm. And we know with so many different things, all it takes is a clicker here. Or a touch here because you have all these pop-ups and advertisements and and the, and the yes. social media and the um, you know the the many different things that, that that kids are involved with and we're talking from a young a young age from that six and seven years old um, to where they may click on one thing and they're like, oh wow this is funny or blah 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 blah, blah. and their interaction gets yes. like, oh jeez yes that's just that that and that's just yeah, they're curious at that age so since they're curious. They look at it, see what it is, and then they, they get sucked into it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there was um, one of the things that I thought about, um, and, I, and, and this 
this topic has been on my mind um, quite a bit since yesterday. And um, I was sitting here and I was, I was thinking, what were the things, the shock value is gone in things. From the time that, you know, I remember growing up and what is it, it was um, Freddy Krueger and Jason. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not watching that because I don't have nightmares and stuff like that. And now, you know, and, and my video game was Mrs. Pac-Man, you know, um, or, or Pac-Man. Now everything is kind of more of a shoot 'em up, rob 'em, kill 'em, mm-hmm. uh, zombie wars, kill as many people as possible. Everything is desensitized, mm-hmm. and it's some of those things that when you listen to kids and, and young adults today, you're like, "What did you just say? You know what? What? What are you talking? I'm not. No, I'm not and watching the music that. too. And the music and yeah. and all these little subtle things and and so forth. We hear now. Here's the thing. Everybody may say, "Okay, well, Junior, you're old school, and that was a different time. You're right. It was a different time." But also, you have to watch what you feed your mind. That's right. Because what you feed your mind, what you, and, and it's not one of those things, because, yeah, I take it back. What you do feed your body and what you feed your mind will actually take over from you feeding your body. That's correct. Because when people will spend so much time enthralled, addicted to whatever they're feeding their mind, they're not worried about the body anyway, you know, because their mind is the one that's going to control everything else. That's and I right. think that's one of the things that's, it's, I'm not gonna say it's sad. It's just it's it's the power when you give when you give other people the power over you. It's a tough one. It, it I I think it's just tough. Yeah. Now you guys talked about faith. Faith as being something that has continued to that you have to now. I'm when it, and we talk about feeding your mind. You have got to eat that on a daily basis. And you have almost got to be so full of it that it will be able to resist you from whatever crap that is being thrown at you or attacked. How do you guys deal with that? Lots of prayer. (laughs) Uh, I personally watch a lot of the prophets uh, because that's something God put me into a year and a half ago, I guess, or something like that. And little by little by little, I found ones that I can trust that, that have predicted things that have happened. Mm-hmm. So I watch them and uh, they tell you step by step what's going on if you, if you really listen to what they're doing. But, you know, prayer, I guess, is the foundation uh, and knowledge of the word. If you, don't, if you don't communicate with God and the Holy Spirit, then you really don't know you have no no guidance uh, because that inner voice can be from satan or it can be from your holy spirit you know you have to learn to discern the difference mm-hmm. and it only comes from practice praying 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 and and listening you have to listen and also real quick junior when we first got there what we ended up doing was we uh, anointed the home we anointed the neighborhood actually because we knew that this house we were going to declare this house to be a home for for a a refuge place for uh, kids to be safe and so um every single day we have i mean seriously when these kids come in i think the hardest thing is that we see them the way jesus does not the way the world does, oh, but Jesus. the way mm-hmm. Jesus does. 
and we see that underneath that hard, hard shell that has been built up over years, that there's really some greatness in these kids. And that's what we really try to do is show we them that. We have to encourage them but, to bring that out. But in the meantime, while we're doing that, we have to get filled because we can't give what we don't have. Oh, and so every single, I mean every day, sometimes multiple times of the day, we have to take a little time out and just and just take a walk or go because it's heart-wrenching at the same time. It's frustrating and at the same time it's you're crying inside and you know, I mean it's just all these emotions. There's so many emotions that go on and there's not hardly a day that doesn't go by that, that we don't cry for a child out there and, and, and figure out, you know, and then really ask the Holy Spirit, what does this baby need? What can we do for this sweet sweetness and so but we get filled up and then we give out and then we get filled up again and we, <laughs> and oh, we wow. give it's it's it, a cycle it's, it is it's a, a continuous or you can't put up with it i mean it'll yeah. drive you and you'll learn too the dependence that you have when you're in this kind of situation you'll learn the dependence that you have and it's and you don't as a, as a human you don't have enough you got to have something much bigger and better and wider and Stronger than me. I don't know if those are the right words, but anyway. The, the, hey, the, that's the way you feel. Those are the right words. <sighs> and, and anyway, so I want to ask um, a question, and I know I don't, I don't, I don't want any names. I just like something. Can you give us a success story? Um. Yeah. Um. There's. We have lots of. We, we actually every day is a success because that's what we have to look for. We have to, you have to find the smallest things that you wouldn't think about gra uh, graduating or, or, or lifting a child up for something that you think is so, like, for instance, when they do clean something um, and, they're, and they're not used to doing that, it's like, oh, thank you for doing that. Congratulations, look what you did today. But more importantly, it's like, as her heart changes, every single day I've been working with one, and I mean, and I'll, I'll tell her, I'll say, can you look at yesterday and see what of a difference has made just from yesterday to today? And I have to make them kind of think about that because it's, it's every single day, the smallest things count. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, I mean, a hug is a small thing, yes, yeah. but it's huge to them because they were depleted of it. So every day, if you can think of the small things, but these, I mean, these kids, um, we've gotten, uh, one of them is. She came in needing 30 credits, and now she's only got one to go. And that, that was a huge deal for school. And that's graduated um, from high school. Yeah, graduated oh, wow. from because high school. Because she wasn't in school. Yeah. Wasn't in school. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and so we got one that's done that. We And, and we've also got one that passed the driving test, and, and we uh, she got a car. And so that was a big deal. Um, but th those are the, I mean, like I said, the small, the big, everything counts everything counts and that's something that's really interesting in life because i mean we we did that with our girls too as far as like well you know the, the bigger things but the smaller things we did it just normally so you didn't think that that was a big deal is that making sense yes you are making okay sense. but now now the small things the big things the medium everything counts and so uh, we always try to tell the girl make or the girls make this day count because you're not going to get it back so make this day count and so every day we get up and, and we work with these kids and then the, at the end of the day, you know, look what you accomplished today because they're not used to accomplishing anything. So when, you, when we talked, so, and, and, and just to break it down so that everyone can understand, we're talking, we're, we're talking again about young ladies who have gone through horrific 
traumatic experiences in life with sex trafficking, with, I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if there's drugs involved. There I wouldn't is. be surprised if, if so many other things are involved who have been uh, manipulated, um, tormented, um, tortured, um, just mind games played for them to, to, to do certain things. And so it's once they, when, when the few, and I say few and hopefully more being able to escape and move on in life, when they come through, when they get out of that, because this is what they've known from a young age and these traumatic experiences. And so then they get into, they get out, they get into um, um, the system, you know, from 12 to 18. Then they come to you guys and you guys are, as I said, you're having to chisel, you're having to break down things that, that, had, that that's all they know to say, hey, you know what? You got your diploma, you passed your driving test, you've done all these things. And these are things of traumatic experience. So when it comes to one little thing that you mentioned that, no, you did good on that, that has to be tough. That well, has I taught a kid how to do macaroni and cheese, right? Cook macaroni and cheese. And she sat down and we, and, and we put in a bowl because even like, even just sitting it down at a table, and eating from silverware in a bowl, things like that, that you don't think that is a big deal, but eating at the table and everybody's around it and, and it's like, this is what you made and now you're eating this. What do you think about that? I mean, this is this is major. You're on the road now. This is a big deal. And congratulations, because you did it. You did it, oh, not me, awesome. you did it. And then, I mean, they're just like on cloud nine. Oh, that is so awesome. From macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's amazing. I do want to correct one maybe misconception because we haven't really talked about it. It does take a team to do this because yeah. we, have, we have nurses and therapists and all kinds of people that feed into these kids too because mm -hmm. one person can't do it all oh, because we can't Lord. be the parent and the counselor and this and, and that. <laughs> you know. Now, it, that, and since you, you hit on the next point, how big of a staff is it that you guys have well, in our particular um, in our particular home, we have incredible programs. So we have therapists, and um, we have different programs that help. Um, that we have mentors, and that's one of the things I was going to mention at the end of this is that if you ever want to do something in this, if you're ever looking, find if if you could be a mentor because these kids like healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, having healthy friends, and we have these incredible different. Um, I call them ministries because that's what they are to me. But they come in and then like on uh, one Thursday night out of the month, one comes in and they just, they have arts and crafts for them. They play music. They play games. They invest about three or four hours that night of just being them and being kids and having a fun, uh, just a fun time. And then we have other ones that, that will just come by and take them for lunch or go for a walk or a hike or, or, or even take them shopping. I mean, just simple things that people could do that that makes a big difference because these kids have never had any of this stuff. Wow. So, I don't know, did I answer that question? Yeah, we have a big team. It's it's a big team. I, I can't put the numbers on it because they're so, the girls are just, you know, we're constantly filling up the calendars so that uh, so that we can have just as people pouring into them is all that we really want. Healthy, healthy relationships, that's what it's about. So, has anybody that's been through your program that's gone that's say graduated through your program that and we talk about success stories 
that have, has gone out and then has come back and says, I want to help? Well, that's what, uh, if th this is relatively new. So that's what our goal is, is because okay. the, the people that have graduated from this, this is that this, that to plant back into the system, that's the main thing. Now, also, one other thing, too, is that our, our goal is to help them be independent, um, give to society adults to, to be able to be, uh, to think and to, um, to work, to give back, all that, all, all, you know, everything that it encompasses that you want for your own children, mm -hmm. right? Independent adults, not to rely upon anybody, but their own self because God gave each and every one of us gifts to be able to stand on our own two feet You're right. because we are uniquely designed and each and every one of us have a purpose and finding their purpose is a big deal so that's the goal is that these kids can give back now we haven't had uh we've only had one that has graduated out and what by the way we find them once they graduate out we find we assist them in finding um like an apartment or something that they can you know the living however the and we're teaching them about deposits and we're teaching them about you know the bills and stewarding the money things that you would do your own kids and that's a big deal so we've had one that's graduated out and that's been that's been pretty successful and she's still in touch as far as coming i'm not sure if she's doing anything like that but that's the goal mm -hmm. is to have them come back and i believe that there's going to be many that will do that oh that's incredible yeah that's it that's incredible. Yeah, we've only been doing this particular house for a year for one year yeah, so. the transitional living that that this is this is a new thing. Everything else for up to the age of 17, 18 years old has been around for years. Mm -hmm. But they are just now finding that something's going, something's wrong. These kids aren't having like this, you know, own 10 years. So what what's wrong? What, what happened to them? And that's where they found this one crack in the road and that's why this is now being developed. And hopefully okay. it's going to spread through Texas everywhere. I'm hoping. Most definitely. Hopefully it already yeah. is here. Oh, yeah. yeah, hopefully it is. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, as I said, you guys are in California, and yeah. you're, you're doing that in California. How bad is it in California? It's horrific. It's horrific. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's as, um, it's as bad. It, I don't know word. What do you think? It's all underground, I guess you would say. Um, we only hear stories, and but there's uh, one news agency that I listen to a lot, and it almost always has 10 or 12 different stories every day about somebody getting picked up for sex trafficking or somebody yeah. being a prostitute or somebody, you know, and it doesn't make any difference really if these kids are, are three or Whatever. 40, yeah. you know. Because once they get sucked into this, it's it's, it's a, a life. Mind. Yeah. And until they get the mindset uh, to get away from the pimp or get, uh, get uh, and usually by that time they're, they're too old for most men, so they just get out on their own. But until they get to that point and start searching for who they really are, and that's one thing we have to do is, is teach them to find out who they really are. Because that's, I ask that a lot, you know. You know, because if you don't realize your own worth, you know, all oh, you are is a piece of meat for somebody to be happy, you know. Boy, 
And Boy, that was graphic. That was, but you know what? I, <laughs> as, but it, it, and and I, I think that's the way it has to be for people to understand. I think we talked, uh, mentioned it earlier. Is you know people have to be aware of what's going on, and sometimes it has to scare people. You know, we got scared of a pandemic of COVID-19 for whatever anybody believes or, you know, this or that and so forth. But this is something that has just surpassed. And it's just something that everybody keeps underground or everybody, oh, close their shades or, you know, may, may, may talk about it when the wind, when the windows are closed and different things. Because you don't want to offend people or you think, oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. But come on. This is something that's, if, if people that are watching now if you don't think if you don't think that this is serious enough then something's wrong yeah you know so sex trafficking is is, it literally feeds the porn industry Mm. which is out of control yeah it is um that's a pandemic that's poor that and you know and you look at it and it's it's uh i didn't even look at it when you think about it when you think about what's what's going on with that is it's, it, it goes from every little commercial or mm-hmm. on TV or some type of book or something. There's an advertisement. I, I know that um, um, there was a, there's video games. You play video games and, you know, it's they show something, you know, and you're like, what? And, you know, curiosity kills the cat. Mm-hmm. You push that button and then it unleashes... All this other stuff that mm-hmm. where people get desensitized again, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah. "You gotta be kidding me!" And it just takes one little touch, yeah. And it just opens up a, a, a whether it's a black hole, whether it's a, a, a underworld, Pandora's or whatever. box. A Pandora's box. That's that's exactly. I remember as a kid. Um, I was 73, so I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we could get five, ten, and fifteen cent drinks. You know, mm-hmm. the big ones are fifteen cents. Mm-hmm. Nickel Dr. Peppers. We used to have one guy always get a nickel Dr. Pepper. But what I was trying to say, when I was uh, probably 17 or 16, 17, somewhere in that area, I remember the first commercial on TV advertising ladies' bras. And I'm like, I can't believe you're advertising that on TV. You know? And that's how they desensitized us to it. Starting with the little things and now and let me tell you one other thing that's about california too how that affects california one thing about california is that they have been um they've been sharing their bathrooms for quite some time men and women (laughs) same thing now let me tell you what happens with that it it became normal out there when i got there i won't go into a, a restaurant or a store if i have to share a bathroom with the with the gentleman i won't do it because they don't need my business. Yeah. If I'm gonna go do my business, I'm gonna do my business on my on my own. <laughs> not with not with Woo! all these other things. So, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that because it's been out there for so long and it became normal, they it, it, it's it's like a drop at a time. It's almost like you're bleeding to death, but only a drop at a time. So you don't know what's going on until you're so like you're out of blood, and then it's like there's this wake up call, and so. Well, that, that's what that's what, that's just mind control that you started off this program with was talking about because in any industry if they can get a hold of your mind they can get a hold of anything, anything at that point anything and so that that's why um and texas hasn't hopefully we still have our bathrooms we do we you do. know and we need to keep them that away because we have to continue to stand on the foundation that we know that is right 
I mean, and, and, and it's wholesome. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I just wanted to put that in there because that's something that, that, that slow drop, that slow drip, that then it just becomes normal. Like, it's no big deal. I mean, when I talk to people out there and they go to the back, it's like, that's not a big deal to you. That doesn't offend you. It's like, no. It's no, it like, is what it is. I do yeah. want to say one more thing about that. Um, in California, I encourage everyone to study what they teach kids on sex education. Because that is a wide open, and it, and that's what they're trying to get all over the United States. But it is, it's horrible. It's horrible, and uh, I don't even like to talk about it. But yeah, they're they're teaching kids all kinds of public things. schools. It's amazing. You know, it um, it kind of goes back into the root of uh, as we as we start to you know you you move the grass and you know that there's a weed there and it's growing. And then when you start to dig and, you know, my growing up, my mom in her garden, anybody knows my mother, she had an incredible garden, but it was just like, no, I don't want you to just pull the grass because it's going to grow back. I want you to dig down there and get the root. Mm -hmm. You get the root, mm -hmm. it won't grow back. Mm -hmm. But when you dig and you continue to keep digging down and you, you, you know, you're pulling the dirt away and you're like, dang, this is a really deep root. Yeah. And you go and you get down there and if you pull it, it breaks off. She says, "No, no, no! You go get a shovel and a, and you get and you want to get down, get down to it because you want to get it out of there because you don't want it growing, growing and messing up everything else." So, and it's funny when we talked about we talked about desensitizing. We talked about you know where where things start and where the mindset of, of, of some are. Um, it has to start in the home. Yeah, that's right. It has to start in home. Whether it's, right whether, whether it's mm -hmm. one parent or two parents, mm -hmm. it has to start in the home, and it has to be accountable. And mm -hmm. you have to be held accountable. And one of the things that 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 I that I've learned and and experienced throughout life is if you're not together, if you're not on the same page, if there's a crack in the foundation, weeds are going to grow through. Okay. And when weeds start coming through, it starts breaking that foundation, and then there is no foundation. Right. Exactly. And so when people, when you, when you all of a sudden say, "I don't care," or "I'm not worried about that," or "It is what it is," that's the way society is. It's this. We miss it. We miss so much stuff. When they said pandemic was the first thing everybody did, everybody started getting start to get toilet paper. When you get toilet paper for? I know. What do everybody get paper towels for? I know. I'm like, wait a minute. But as it starts going, no, we need to get hand sanitizer. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. First of all, they're putting these signs out that you got to wear a mask, you got to wash your hands, and so forth. And I'm like, wait a minute. If you're going to sneeze, sneeze into your, your arm. I'm like, um, let me see. I always had handkerchiefs. I always wash my hands. And these are things that we were instilled and we grew up with. But as time goes by, we got away from it. We got away from what taking the taking the time and saying our ABCs and, and doing these little songs while washing our hands and rinsing them off and, and all that other stuff. <laughs> now it's like no, you can use you take two squirts of hand sanitizer, you can do it and you're good with good with. It. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened? Because people got away from it. Mm -hmm. People got away from the things that we learned or that we were taught or that we grew up with. People got away from their foundations. You know, it was one of those things. I always, I laugh and I joke around when, when uh, they say discipline. Discipline. Timeout. My version of timeout is from the time that my hand hit their bottom till it came back to here. So you had that <laughs> amount of time, you know, to kind of, to get it right. And then my mother always sung. She always sung in syllables when she was swinging. 
because you know it was like didn't I tell you and I'm like wait 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 hold on stop you know time out I'm like mom I just learned this you know there's there, there's something wrong with this but it was one of those it was one of those things that you had accountability you had love because well they said it was I love you and this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you and I'm like well let's switch roles but of course I wouldn't that, that was never going to that was never going to happen and uh, uh, dad if you watch you know I was just playing but uh, anyway uh <laughs> But you know, when it when it when it comes down to foundation, there everything is just kind of like boom. I could not imagine getting away with being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine getting away just saying no, that mom, that you're wrong. Just yeah, forget about it. I think I know what's best. You know, and and there's so many different things now that I think that that kids are are. I don't want to say it was kids. The 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 situations of society today. The kids are more involved with the world than they are with their family. That's mm-hmm. right. They're more involved with what everybody else is saying and then to listen to the family because sometimes listening to the family is boring. Sometimes listening to mom and dad is boring. And I think I can learn more from society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the problem with the family really started back, uh, I guess, in the 60s, 70s mm-hmm. because that's when divorce started becoming more and more popular. Uh, you know, if you got a divorce back then, you didn't tell nobody. Nobody. And that was a big deal. Divorce was a big deal. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, yep. Because it was, it was, you know, it was a woman out of wedlock gave a baby or has a, she's got a child and not married, you know, gee whiz. Mm-hmm. And all those things were, and I thought it was, I thought it was really kind of amazing because they talked a lot of, uh, you know, we talk about growing up and they said, okay, well, uh, listen, I didn't even know people had first names. I thought everybody was Mr. and Mrs. I did too. So that was it. And I, until I got older and I'm telling you, until I got 24, 25, I finally felt comfortable in calling somebody, uh, Hey, Mr. Bill, you know, or, or, Hey, Mr. Bobby, you know, it was like, um, no, Mr. Francis. It, I mean, that's that's yeah. the way it was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and to me, that was a respect thing yes. with, with 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 going on in life. But it was certain things that you just you just did. There were certain things that you were taught. My my thing was is my parents racist. They said you here's the boundaries. You can run up against this wall if you want to, but you're gonna get shocked because I'm gonna tell you. You can go this way, and I'm telling you, but you stay within these boundaries, and you're going to see what's happening. And then my mother always said, I hope you have kids just like you. And I was like, what do you mean? And boy, mm-hmm. I have kids, and I was like, you know what? And then I started to follow the same pattern mm-hmm. of, nope, stay within, stay within these boundaries. Because then when you get out, and then it's funny because I see my kids doing things that I said. I was like, well, I told you. Mm-hmm. See, I, there you go. Mm-hmm. You are my child because you're going to do that. Now, with all that being said, and going back and going back the family break to me i think when it gets down to the root of it, it comes down to the family situation because there's an easy there's easy outs there's easy outs uh whether you know fathers that my child mm, no because you said it you take you you use these you use certain things to be happy for a moment you have a child come out it's like well it's not my child let me alone mom says well i didn't want this child either you know, yeah. so let's put it in the system. You know, I thought one of the things when you say, "Hey, baby, being found," you have one. Fi- you have places. This is a safe place to drop off a baby. Yeah. Are you kidding? 
<laughs> really? I know. I know. I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me. And so when that child, it, it starts out as an infant who's unwanted, how in the world are they able to make it till they get to 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21? Those are the things that is it, it, just amazing. So when we talk, when we talk about, um, it, it start, you talk about sex, sex trafficking, we're talking about getting down to the root of it because it's just not the parents. It's just not the internet. It's just not society. It's just not um, predators. It's a combination of all. Everything. Exactly. And when you have, and when you were a child, and you have all these many different influences coming after you, mm -hmm. if you're not strong enough, you don't have a strong foundation. Mm -hmm. You're in a world of trouble. Mm -hmm. And I know that you know. I know the thing now at 15, 16, 17, young ladies are like, "Well, I want to do this. I want to be independent. I want to do this, and I want to do all this stuff," and they have no idea or no clue of what the world out there has to offer. And I think that's one of the things that's just absolutely amazing. And that's one of the things that really shocks me, the way yeah. society is today. Now, going back to you guys, how do you guys break that down? How do you break that down and from a young a young child who's been tormented, who's been who's been troubled, who's been who's been going through hell, how do you break that down and break that cycle of all the things that we talked about to show them this is what love is. Yeah. Example is the only way, really. Well, you know, and, and, and trust. Um, you know, we have to build trust. They have to build it with us. We have to build it and with structure. Them. And structure. Structure, they, they don't want it. But structure in any household is such a foundational thing. Number one is how we treat each other. Mm -hmm. They see that mm -hmm. uh, and on a daily basis how we treat each other. And, and then also, however we treat each other, that is that, that goes with the foundation that, that we don't go nowhere. That's another thing. See, they're used to people leaving all the time in their lives. And they're, they're going they're from one place to another place to another place to another place. We ain't going in. And we tell them when they come in, number one, what's your favorite food? They've never been asked that, or I do anyway. And then I just want you to know that we are honored that you're in this home because we are, we're looking so forward to, to traveling this journey with you. And I can't wait to get to know your passions and just really invest in you because you are such a, 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 a jewel. You're such a treasure, and I want you to know that. And so building that trust, because, see, they don't want hugs. They don't want, they, they don't even, I mean, there's this, like, distance thing. So there, it's just this very scared person coming into a, a home that they have no idea what's in store for them. And But when they come in, they do feel a sense of peace. So to break that down is the trust, the example, um, and and then the love covers it all. It's like, if you need anything, I'm just this door away. I'm just right here. Just knock on this door and we'll be there for you. And letting them know that, and backing up our words. That's a big deal. What you say, I mean, that's a Texas thing, right? You that know, is, you're going to walk the walk. Talk yep, to talk, walk the walk. Walk the walk. So all these things, they may seem small, but they, they, they are profound with these, right. with these kids coming in because they... They're already real messed up, I mean, in every aspect of their life. So they need stability, they need structure, they need the foundation, they need the example, and then you cover all that with love, and then I believe that's called success down the road. Yeah, I believe that too. We talk, I, I, I said about foundation. How did your foundation, how did the foundation that you guys developed 
how tough is it, how tough was it to keep that foundation intact? That we developed. That you developed between the two of us. Between the two of you. Let's just say it was a process. Um, <laughs> it's a great word. <laughs> uh, to be honest, when we got married, we we both had been through a lot of uh, tough times. Mm -hmm. Okay, and. She had to work through issues from her past, and I mm -hmm. had to work through issues mm -hmm. from my past. Uh, but uh, before we got married, and we met at church, by the way, I'm going to say that. We met at church, and I had been praying for her, uh, for a, a wife, mm -hmm. for about a year, because I hated being alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, and... God let her walk down the aisle, and I said, that's my wife. And At church, by the way, yeah. Really? <laughs> that's where he saw me. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is that this story, we tell the girls. We tell the girls, there is that perfect person out there for you mm -hmm. that's praying for you, just you. And, I mean, they love this story. They love because they're, they're used to things that are, that are so, like, off the wall, uh, expected as a world mm -hmm. but when you tell them a love story that is that's um, I don't know it's it, it's it's simple and pure you know waiting and all that kind of stuff the, uh, and waiting for that right man and things of that nature to really start your life with and then knowing that you know, the dating process and stuff I mean teaching them how to date is a big deal because they don't know they don't know what do dating it. is yeah, that's it. they don't know what it is like hey wait a minute I need to meet this person I mean, I need to meet. Where'd you find him? Where, where we yeah. had to. I mean, we had to do all that. But, but for us, with that, with that foundation, that, that, that it started with that prayer for a year for him, and then when God brought us together and the Holy Spirit brought us together, I mean, it was it, it was it was rough at times, just like any any marriage. But here's the thing that I always tell the kids too is that this life is is a life. There's there's problems. That we serve a God of solutions and so we will always have there's always a solution to every problem it's not one that doesn't go without a solution the goal is to work through that and find that solution and then continue to work through it to where it is no longer a problem not putting anything under a rug yeah no, but no. working through that these kids don't know how to do that either uh, so and, and marriage is a mindset you know uh, one thing she found out very quickly was that I was of the opinion that since God gave her to me, no matter what, she's mine. Wow. That's, boy. Woo! <laughs> I, I just got to, man. And the kids a, see this. If that was a commercial break right there, that was it. Because I got teary out on that one. That was, um, um, wow. That, there's no thought of divorce. When yeah, you, okay, it, the, the, the word divorce is, did not, ex, uh, the, first of all, it's not in our vocabulary. Yep. From the moment he that we met, that, that word, that there's like, that doesn't exist. So, you, you know, wow. you don't have to. Wow, that's. Uh, it's one of those things. Wow. That is, uh, Joe, are you paying attention? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Man, what do you, what's, what's your, uh. What's your opinion while we wipe our eyes real quick? <laughs> uh, you changed the camera to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way, too. Like, um, with my wife, 
dead horse just it's not even a word in our vocabulary like you said you know it would, like I, I see a lot of people oh, right, joke right, around right, you know yeah. you just use it as like you know throw it around as a joke you know like oh if you do this I'll force you, you know? but it's like no 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 we don't play that game yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's not something to joke around yeah I think the I think the statement that was and I I I will say it again, and it's a and it's a powerful statement and it, it's tough because it gets you choked up. What God gave you, He didn't give yes. to anyone else. Yes. He gave it to you. Yes. And that's that's that man, that is um. <laughs> it goes back to the respect level of of growing up, you know. Um, and I'm a little tongue-tied right now. That 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 um, that was a powerful statement. That was boy. That that was a powerful. That was powerful. It it um. God's the most powerful, Almighty. Amen. Who and who is it that makes us gives us to say, hey, you know what, God, you're wrong on this one. So let me mm -hmm. let me make this decision. Wow, that is um, yeah, that that that. Yeah, that was just, and so for these girls to one. see that though, Junior, that I mean, that's something that's not taught as mm -hmm. far as like from school or from a degree. That's a life skill, just FYI. It is. That, that's, it is a life skill. We are life coaches. That's a life skill mm -hmm. that is that you know came from the Almighty God and that we put it into practice. And so we like, like I said earlier, we walk the walk and talk, talk the talk. Talk to talk, you. Uh, and we don't go nowhere. We wear boots, and they are—they're they're like firmly in the ground. And until the Holy Spirit says, "You go, and I'll prepare the place for you," the people ask all the time, "We come back. We come." It's like when the Holy Spirit says to go, we'll go. Until then, we got a job to do. You have, you, and you know what? And that job is a powerful job. And look, I, you know, and I'm gonna say it again, and, and and I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna recap a little bit before we go a little bit further. Is we are talking about. The effects of sex trafficking. We're talking about the effects of, of young ladies who have been tortured, have been tormented, have been manipulated, have just been abused in, in horrific ways that many of us can't even fathom. Um, who are, who may be on a crash course. At, I don't even know the word to use, but who have a group of people who have, who are sacrificing time, effort, energy, traveling the world to help these young ladies out to, for a different path, helping these young ladies to be able to learn the, the things that we consider simple to learn the things that we take for granted on a regular basis to share with them love, faith, direction, guidance, motivation, mentorship, so much that many of us don't even take the time for ourselves. It's true. You know, and when we think about the things and the work that you do, it is so difficult for many of us to fathom because it's like, oh, my schedule is busy because I got this and that and so forth. But you guys live it. You guys walk it. You walk what you talk, and you sit and you teach and you and you show these young ladies break out of that shell, get out of that 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 dungeon that you've been in. Let me show you something. Let me show you what the, how the sun feels. Mm -hmm. Let me show you. Let me show you that there's a higher purpose out there for you. Mm -hmm. 
Let me tell you what I've gone through to get where I'm at so that I can teach you and share with you. Exactly. And that right there is is one of the things that I'm like, woo. I'm like, wow. Because the foundation that you guys have established, that you guys are proud to share. Mm-hmm. Proud to share. Because many of them are, they're, they're I mean, we're, we're talking a world of, uh, or just United States alone, of 500 and something million people. And not too many people are proud to share that. To share the faith, to, fair, to share their strength, to share their bond, to share their love. Many people aren't proud to even do that. But you guys continue to, not just to do that for yourselves. You did it when teaching your daughters. Now you're doing it in teaching your daughters. And teaching yes. your other your new yes. daughters yes. that 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 come and go on a wreck wait that 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 want that help not not to just get pushed into something that want that help that come to you mm-hmm. I mean, that just I'm, I'm you'd wow. be surprised on how big your heart really and yours is like this too junior how big your heart gets once once love sets in and more people need it it's like God just gives you more love to give. It just, it just. I mean, it's, it's really amazing, and all, that's what all these kids really need is just somebody to love them unconditionally, like he does. Wow. Well, I know, I know, I know from just, um, and and I, I, I encourage, and and what what I'm what I'm saying is, I would encourage anybody that's watching this to pay attention to kind of take a take a deep breath, and to kind of, and I'm doing that same thing. Oh, uh, that's why I'm, I'm kind of mumbling a little bit because I'm taking a deep breath. Um, but to kind of look in the mirror for a second and kind of see where your course is, where your life is. What are we doing? Because I did it, I, I've, I've done it quite a bit and I'm doing it even more so. But I'm doing it with a different picture, a different mindset of looking into the mirror and see what more can I do or what more can be done just on my part alone. And, you know, for, for myself, for myself, and I, I call myself out there, when the opportunity arises or whenever there's an invitation, I would take my happy behind on a flight to California to, to share some of my time, effort, and energy to, to work and to be able to, to, to do whatever is possible to help progress some young ladies, if it's encouraging, if it's a word of motivation or something. You know, and I would encourage anybody else out there that if you have that time, you don't have to go to California. Uh, it might be pretty cool to go to California uh, just to represent Texas. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but just to go, but and just to show the Texas hospitality, but to be able to get involved with something. I mean, we're talking about a pandemic when the gov- when the government. Oh man, I, I hate to even go 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 here. When, when the government said wear a mask, everybody picked up mask. When they say use hand sanitizer, everybody got a hand sanitizer. When they when when they say stop the churches, yes. people stopped. When they said when they said when they that's another program. When they said to, that you know to close down the restaurants and you need to do all this stuff and you get the six feet apart and all this other stuff, people did it. I'm not the government. I'm just junior. I'm, I'm nothing. I'm nothing special. But I'm asking everybody if you can if you can do that, then I'm asking you to take to do something to stop this pandemic, to do something just to be aware of it, just to share it with somebody, just to find something to whether if it's a volunteer a dollar amount to volunteer some time to just something. Wait, I take it back. 
to even, and, and I know the way society is today, you know, you can't just all of a sudden give hugs to everybody because everybody, some people take that the wrong way. But just time, share, share some time, share something, whether if it's, at, if it's at a church, if it's at a school, if it's a mentor program, if it's a homeless shelter, if it's a, a shelter where young ladies are, are struggling or young men, just a word of encouragement, whether it's a hello, whether if it's a how are you doing, just to take an interest. And I would be amazed if everybody was to take 10 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour out of their busy schedules. Because if I can take an hour out of my busy schedule, if I can take hours or days out of my busy schedule, to be, I, I encourage other people to do that. Now, I'm going to go back to um, Joe for a second. Joe, what do you think about what I just said? Yeah, I mean, it, that's a great, great statement, you know, mission statement. I think everybody needs to take time out of their day to, you know, just try and uh, give somebody else their a moment of time, you know? Because, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, everybody needs it themselves. Mm -hmm. So giving it to somebody else, it helps you, too. So I think that's great. Most definitely. I think and it goes back to the point of just pouring in, pouring in. I mean, we have we have two people who pour in so much, who sh who've shown and who've told us that they need help, you know, and they have God's faith and Holy Spirit to pour into them. But can you imagine if everybody was to take, if everybody, if everybody that you knew took an hour to help, wouldn't that pour in more? It would, because healthy relationships are so key, so key. Just, just a, a smile goes a long ways. Um, I mean, the, the smallest things in life that we've been talking about all this time go such a long ways because they've been so depleted of it. But just a little bit of time will make such a huge difference, a profound mark on somebody's heart. Wow, that's that's amazing. Nobody likes to... Um, everybody has a facade and nobody likes to, to show their heart because nobody wants to get hurt. But when we talk about young ladies who've been hurt who've been hurt to their soul, mm -hmm. who've, been, who've been battered and beaten to their soul. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wouldn't be surprised if they wonder why they're still living. And if this was what life is all about. Many of them try to hurt themselves or commit suicide. Oh yeah, we, we have to deal with that too. The, yeah, you the self-heart of all kinds. I think it would be good if all men and women stopped to think what they're really, how they're really affecting uh, these young kids when they decide to share their bodies with these kids. Mm. Because if they, if they stop to think what it's doing to these kids, I think a lot of them would do it. But for them to do that, it's, you know. And it's not just women. That, I mean, just young kidding. girls. Yeah, yeah. It, we haven't even talked about the young boys. That, and you know, it, you just took it right. You just yeah. took it right there. Yeah. And I and you know I um. Oh. Lots of money in that. I mean, the the young man. It's just, it, it's brutal. I mean, it's just and and it's just this identity. This identity crisis is huge. That's what they're doing. Is they're messing up their identity. No, I want you to break. I want you to break that down. I know what you're saying. But for anybody out there, you just said they're messing up their identity. I, when I grew up, it was, hey, you know, there's a certain role that you had as, as you know, I grew up with three sisters. I didn't have any brothers. Um, my dad, when my dad traveled, 
uh, throughout the whole business, it was like, hey, you know what? Make sure you take care of these. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know you're there the and that man, man of the house and <laughs> anybody. Listen, <laughs> I had three sisters and a mother. I didn't take care of nothing. They took care of me. My mom, my boy, my, uh, my mom and sisters were like a, an army. They um, they stuck together. Plus my aunt, my cousins. Uh, I mean, it was my my cousin Carl and I were the only boys and. We were outnumbered by about eight women, eight, nine women. And it was, boy, they were, but you know what? If it had to come down to, you know, whatever, then, you know, we were going to get after it, right. you know? And, you know, my goal, which may be a, an old school way, was to be able to, like I said, to teach, to motivate, to strengthen, to build, and so forth. But I did it in an old school way mm-hmm. of what I want. I, you know, I, I have a phone that I, I do face recognition on, and I can't get it to the right spot, so it locks me out. And so then, until so I finally get it to the right spot, I'm like, Man, I don't, I, just give me a phone where I flip the bad boy up and type, type yeah. in a number and, and, and push it. But that's how simple I believe things were. So being able to try to adapt to the, 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 the changes of today or the way society is, I mean, wait a minute, you got what? We gotta be kidding me. You know, simplify it. There is no simplifying today. You you talked about uh, identity, and it's like, what are you talking about? Because I'm thinking, hey, I grew up this way. What do you, what do you mean? What's what's the identity? And so when you you touched on you touched on it a little bit, if you explain just a tad, which I'm jumping into it, explain what you're talking about for people that don't understand. You want to help me out with that one? Go for it. Oh. Wow, that, that this is a tough one to, to try to explain in just a, a, a mere, you know, few words. But the identity, what they do is that when they get to, when they mess with your identity, when they try to come in and get to your identity, they get to the core of who you are. When they get to the core of who you are, they got you to do anything that they want you to do. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? But you make sure to be submissive first. It, it, just, just do this. No, you did that good. Let's just do this. And it's one but, step at a time. And, it, and it, 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 you know, with a kid off the street, for instance, they'll pick one up and they'll, they'll give it something it doesn't have. Maybe it's food or maybe it's clothing or maybe it's uh, the little things. And then they build that trust with them and, and get them closer and closer to them. You know, you're so special to me. You're just, I want you just for myself, you know. And then I I need some money. Can you help me make money by uh, sharing your body with this person? Well, they don't really ask. They say, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, they do it at first. They guilt trip them into doing it. Whether it's, and I'm going to go back, whether it's male or female. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so once they get to the soul of who you are, to your purest, then then they've got that control, and then that's where they take that control, and they can do anything they want with it. But what it does to that one person is that it, it is such a confusing, um, it, it confuses their inner being on who they really are, and then the, and then and their and then, purpose and their purpose, and so it becomes this crisis. There's always this crisis inside because they're not, they don't know. So they they. They put them with, because 
unfortunately, there's a lot of women that are pimps too. I mean, this is a this isn't this isn't a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody is included. There's no. So wait. So let me. So I'm I'm gonna touch on, but I think I'm gonna say the word. There is no discrimination. There's none. None. There is no discrimination. I mean, I'm talking none. There's as far as your gender and the age of the the pimps out there that are doing this, or the the gender of the pimps, and there's no discrimination of what the kids look like. It doesn't matter if they're small or if they're big or if they're younger, if they're older, or what colors they are, or if they're rich or they're poor. It doesn't matter. This is a one thing that it doesn't matter. <laughs> So that identity thing, though, that that is so critical, though, because trying to bring them back to where and teach them their identity is probably the hardest thing that we really do, because once you know who you are, then that that will set you up for your life. But you've got to find that, and even I say normal people, but people that haven't been, you know, through this, they're having issues too. But this is a degree that is so deep that it's really 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 difficult to find their identity and when they do and that's where their worth and everything it starts to take off wow joe you still listening well yeah of course what do you what do you think yeah i mean that's that's powerful i i'd believe that for sure you know core core uh beliefs you know your identity i yeah, it matters. And yeah. I can see it being, you know, torn in two when they're young, you know, and having to have that built back up is it's gotta be tough. Now this now this is um this is powerful. This is uh this is this is um powerful. What is your and, and Joe I'm, I'm I'm coming to you again. Um Give me some feedback or give me some thoughts on what you've of what you've heard so far and 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 how does it and really how does it make you feel i mean uh, personally uh, learning all this you know it, it it's nice to know that there's a family out here that that will go and will take these kids in and give them the love that they deserve you know so i you know i find hope in this even if it's just one family it's making a difference I think it's, um, I think it's, it's, there's so many emotions going on right now and there's so many thoughts and so many feelings. And I can just imagine if I'm feeling and thinking like this, you know, right now with learning and, 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 and listening to so much stuff, I, I, I just can't imagine the process that you guys have gone through as when you started to each day to where you're at today, which is just absolutely amazing. And, you know, you talk about, and I talk about putting a lot on your shoulders. It's being able to listen and understand the things that what you're getting into and, and what you're what you're trying to do. Because you have to have a game plan. You have to have a system. And you have to have an end goal. And that's a lot of things that we, in society, that we don't do. We don't, we don't. I mean, we talk about, hey, what do you want to do? You go to school, you graduate, you go to college, you graduate, you get married, you have your, you know, you have a family and, and live happily ever after mm -hmm. I don't know anybody that's done that <laughs> I, 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 I don't I mean we I mean uh, I know my life didn't hit that didn't didn't go like that but we're trying to what you're trying to teach and I and let me go back because I and, and, and let me, again I've been saying young ladies all the time and it is young ladies it is men and women it is boys yes. and girls yes young men 
young women yes. who are all being exploited in so many different ways. And we talk about, you know, we, there's so many different things out there that we don't understand that we're learning so much about. And I'm saying I'm learning so much about. I'm learning so much about more now in the last two days than I have in years. And I, it, it, it's almost one of those that it's like, you want to do something. You want to get motivated. You want to get encouraged. You want to get, you just, I, there's that, what can I do? That's, that's my deal. What can I do? You know, and that's what I look at. And I hope other people out there are feeling the same way. What can you do? And I, I look at it, like, and, and the worst, first thing I'm going to say is, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, look at yourself. You know, look at yourself and see what you can do. You know, whether if it's looking in the mirror. Because I think one of the things that I learned a long time ago, if you can look at yourself, truly look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. That's one of the toughest tests because not many people can do that. Mm -hmm. It's because, one, of, one of the things I tell these kids. First thing you got to do is learn to love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Yeah, and many don't many about. don't even know how to do that. Yeah. And I think that also goes I goes it goes into friendships, it goes into relationships, it goes into marriages, you know, uh, it goes into in teaching young ones, I mean our kids and our young adults because we don't we 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 get we get we go through a filter of everything that we do. We go through a filter, whether if it's whether if it's in, in, in education, we have to get a grade to tell us how successful we are. Whether if it's in sports, we have to get a win to tell us how successful we are. Whether it's if in, in life, we have to get a promotion and we have to make so much amount of money to tell us how successful we are. Mm -hmm. We have to get that acknowledgement to tell us how successful we are. And if we fail at that, we feel that we are a failure. If we don't achieve those goals, we feel that we're nothing. Because that's what society tells us. Exactly. That's what society tells us. Yeah. But we don't even tell ourselves that. And until yeah, Hollywood is really messed up. <laughs> the whole family situation. Oh, and, oh, and, oh, and, oh. And I, thoughts. I, 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 another I, show. I, that's, yeah, boy, that's, another, that's another show. When, when mm. you guys come back from California, we, we, we're going to have you guys again, too. Uh, and who knows? And I, you know, I really do want to go to California to, to, if there's words of encouragement that I can do, if there's work or mowing or whatever, I would love to be able to help out about that. So you, you know, all you gotta do is pick up the phone or I'll pick up the phone and, and just say, hey, I'm ready. You know, I'm coming out. So needs needs to be that. And I encourage everybody else to be able to do that. One of the things that I, I, I wanna do now at this particular time is I wanna, I wanna ask Joe um, to give some words of encouragement and motivation and tell me what you think of these, of this interview for the last couple of days, Joe. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I think this is so amazing and this family is so great. And uh, I think it was the CEC is, is what you guys said was the, uh, the, the, I guess, the organization. The organization? Yeah, we're having just a tad trouble hearing you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the, you mentioned CEC, right? The name of the organization. The, oh, the name of, well... Uh, who we work for is called Living Arrows. Living That's Arrows. the name of the organization that we're with. But there, there's, I'm sure that there's, this, it's called Transitional uh, Housing, Transitional Parents, Transitional mm -hmm. Living. So uh, I'm sure that they have that all out here. And then um, it's for, you know, uh, anything that the that's in the foster care system, the the youth that's there, or CSEC is another one. And all you have to look yeah, up is CSEC. So it's C-S-E-C. And if you look that up, it'll tell you. Right, I mean, if you Google that, it's amazing. Human trafficking. 
just look up CSEC human trafficking, wow. and then it's wow. it's got all kinds of definitions there. So, and that that's that's the the worst of the worst right there. The CSEC is so, yeah. So Jeff, I mean uh, Jeff, Joe, you're uh, you're finishing out motivation, words of encouragement yeah. that you would share with anyone. Yeah, if you, I would just encourage everybody to, you know, go out there and find somebody that that needs uh, a moment of your time. You know, yes, yeah. helping them out will help you. Like I said earlier. Most definitely, most definitely. So to to close it out, I would like for you guys to share um, some some things that that are needed some things that are wanted and some things that words of encouragement that you guys can give okay well i can start off with the the one thing that is needed um is i feel like this is the most powerful thing that anybody can do is pray because there is so much power in the in the unity of believers coming together because we're fighting a, dem a demonic force that is so big that prayer is the best weapon we have and i don't take that lightly we we know the we feel the prayers we know that it's working so that's the biggest part right there other than that being aware of what's going on is the second thing because again you want to close your eyes or turn your head you don't want to think that this could be your next door neighbor that this could be happening to or 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 somebody down the street or whatever and so being aware of what's going on being informed getting more education and being informed by this but take it slow because it's so much that you are emotionally um and and physically and mentally exhausted if you take on <laughs> i mean it's been a lot right in the last couple of days we've had a couple of years to be able to to work through this stuff but becoming informed and educated on this stuff and, and you have to stay off the mainstream media because there is nothing there so go and, and, and if you look on other types of media there you'll find it and there's so much that you can educate yourself and then just getting involved by you know whether there be uh, like i said healthy relationships are hard to come by uh, if you have giftings of any kind, type of giftings whether it's in um whether it's therapist a mental therapist uh, or whether it's a craft that you do uh, we have people that come by and do uh, art with them. We have a, a guy that comes by and does poultry with them on the day. Um, just different giftings that these kids could just really, because they're trying to find themselves too. So all the pouring into whatever your gifting is, and then um, seeing if you can take some time and do that. And then just get to know these kids. Listen. Listen to them. You know, find, find a kid and, and just listen to this kid that and, and learning about their story. And listen then, to your own kids. I'm gonna say listen to your own kids. And then and, and then just investing in them, not necessarily financially, but but heart wise, you know, just investing yeah. in love with them. And uh, as far as prayer goes, um, I, I'm a firm believer in prayer. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're gonna pray for this type of industry, pray for exposure. Yes. For those that are doing yes. it. The root. And, and pray mm -hmm. for the kids, uh, how it affects them. Mm -hmm. And pray for uh, the broken system, like the porn industry and the government yes. rules yes. And, and things like that. All need to be changed so that these kids are protected. It, it doesn't start with just helping one kid. You have to, if you want to help the nation and stop <laughs> all this pandemic as you call it and then it I is. think it, it really is. is that it is you have to 
to change the rules, make it more severe for kids to be abused, not take the kids to jail, take the 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 people that are perpetrators to jail. Well, I think I'm going to, you know, with with closing out and taking everything that we talked about, Mm. on a regular basis, you can see on on any type of news, you can see um, if there is a gunman or a school attack or you will you will see any type of uh, oh these this amount of kids were killed or shot and, and different things like that but when it comes to kids being abused or tortured and so forth we hear nothing Mm-mm. and I and I, I want to I to me I think it's more powerful and I could be wrong in this maybe ooh, this this statement may be tough we got to stop turning our heads and stop closing our eyes to the torture and abuse that these kids are going through. Because we can see on the, on the news about a gunman that, that shoots two or three kids and everybody's up in arms. But nobody wants to talk about the pandemic of the kids being abused, going through the sex, sex trafficking and different things like that. So we have to open up our eyes to that. I think the harsh punishment, the problem, I think one of the things that scares people is you don't want to open up the blinds or the curtains because you might expose the people that we think are something different, Safe. but who are also the right. ones who are involved. Right, exactly. And that's one of the things that's kind of exactly. scary. And it is yes. really it is scary. We talk about prayer. There's many different times that I've been on my knees crying because of certain situations, and I don't know how in the world I made it, but I'm, I'm still here. And so I, you know, that the faith and prayer is something that is needed on a regular basis. Take time, hunger kids. Yes. Talk to your kids. Yes. Have a bond with your kids. Have a trust with your kids. Have a have a have a situation with your kids where your kids feel comfortable with you. You know, this arguing, this bittering, this going back and forth. This the society is looking to break up a home. Society is looking to break up a family. Society is looking to control the minds of kids. Society is looking to say, Hey, don't worry about what you're going through. I have something better. And we figured out that better is actually torture. That better is, is is mind control. That better is is, is not good at all. <laughs> we talk about family. We talk about family bonds. Let's live it. If we talk about it, let's Amen. live it. Amen. We got to. And you got to have prayer and stuff that's evolving. If you can't do that, we're stuck out. We're in trouble. Amen. I want to say thank you guys very much for Aww. being here for these couple of days. It was an honor. It's a pleasure. I can't say thank you enough. Oh, thank I, the you words, the words, the words escape me. A many and tears will will, will flow. Um, your statement is powerful. I, I mean, your your story is powerful. It is more powerful than you'll ever know. This is probably one of the best times that I've sat in this chair that I've had with you guys, and I thank you very much. Appreciate it. It was um, it was God sent. It is God's belief, and God did this for a reason. And I appreciate that, and I thank you. I thank you for everybody out there that took the opportunity to watch it and share this. I thank you. Love you guys out there. I love you guys more than you'll ever know. I appreciate it. If anybody wants to get involved, please let us know. All right? Appreciate it. Thank you guys for watching Junior Wakefield Show. Joe, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time. And please, stay in touch with the Francis family. Thank you. Mm-hmm.